exactly. Hello, dear listener, and thank you for choosing to press the play button on this podcast, My Journey Home. It's a journey home that I'm making and sharing through this podcast. Fossil-free, traveling from the west coast of Costa Rica all the way back home. It's like 9,000-something kilometers all the way to Stockholm, where my home is. I've been kayaking in a wood, wood like a tree log, carved out to a cayuco, as they call it here in Panama. I've biked around 1,000 kilometers now. I'm a, I've sailed and I'm about to jump on a sailboat and cross the Atlantic right now. So the physical journey is one aspect that I talk about in this podcast and the soul's aspect is one aspect is the other aspect of the journey home that I'm making into oneness. You could call it freedom of mind or just let your soul journey home just like a river floats down the mountain and into the ocean. You could even call it enlightenment. You could call it be best buddies with your mind or your ego. Be able to step aside and look at it. So I discuss sustainability and conscious awareness. And that you do not have to worry. I know your biggest fear is that I join a cult. I'm all alone on this journey and I'm about to jump on a boat with a guy that looks like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. And he doesn't have a cult. He's going home to see his son in Spain. Well, that about that. Let's start with our new habit of breathing together. So, inhale with me. Four, three, two, one. Hold it at the top. Exhale. Four, three, two, one. And again, inhale, four, three, two, one, hold it at the top, exhale, four, three, two, one. So, I have thought like a running mouse in a mouse village. I have no idea how mouses work, but I feel like, or a running ant. I see a lot of ants around here. They work hard as hell. And, you know, I've been running to Marina, from Marina to Marina, putting up notes. If you've seen my video I just recently posted on YouTube, you will be able to see that, you know, like I've been struggling quite hard to find a boat to cross the Atlantic. I'm currently on the east coast of Panama. And my, the idea is basically hitch sail. So try to hitchhike with a sailboat and offer my help, maybe share expenses uh, or like whatever help is needed to get on the boat and uh, cross the Atlantic with them because I'm doing this journey fossil free, right? So it has to be a sailboat. And uh, it has taken me now a long time and guys I have to be I'm so happy to tell you this that I have found a freaking boat with captain 
Yuyu. Imagine yourself Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean, but the Polish version that moved to Caribbean, got together with a Spanish woman, and now has a kid in Spain. So he has to travel back over the Atlantic in order to be with that kid because he has a heart of gold. And I, little boy Adam, will be able to sail by his side. He's been as, uh, working with charters here in Panama, between Panama and Colombia for 15 years. And he used to have a, a Rasta, one Rasta bead in his beard, but it's now cut off. Um, apparently there was some um, some of his ex-girlfriends he was gonna see his ex-girlfriend parents parents and he asked him to cut it off so he just cutting off the rasta beard grown in five years because of love quite inspiring and uh, you know it's really interesting to stay with this guy because you know we're fixing uh, for three days we were fixing the boat and and first of all, when, when I met him, he's Polish, right? And I, I used to train with the Polish youth team for a couple of years in windsurfing when I was around 16 to 18. And so I know a couple of Polish phrases. And the, the way we met was just that I, I was at a gas station and next to the gas station, water gas station, uh, there was a boat that was fixing and tricking. And so I asked uh, around like I normally did, hey, do you know anyone who is going to Europe? And... Uh, a woman sitting there and drinking beer in the middle of the day just pointed I think he's going to Europe you know and and I and, and you know he's, he's Polish so I just you know my confidence was high at the moment so I just said Gemma colega Jack Shimash which basically means what's up man how are you doing and and he just smiles and like hey man how are you and he straight away had a really strong connection and then I told him my, my worst Polish phrase was this, Jestem Adam, Dobrze Kwadam. And if there's any Polish people listening to this, you might know that that means my name is Adam and I'm great in bed. Because when I was training with the Polish team, they all fooled me that it means, hello, my name is Adam and I am from Sweden or something like that. And so I walked around and said that to people in Poland when I was training with them there. And people just cracked up. And I thought it was because of my accent, but apparently it was because it meant... My name is Adam and I'm good in bed and I do not intend to talk about my bed qualities in this podcast, but uh, we had a good laugh, me and you, you again, uh, and we decided later on that, you know, okay, uh, we're going to sail together across the Atlantic, you can come on board, we're going to share the expenses, and, um, and I started working on the boats. And so for three days, I spent working on the boats uh, because we had to get it prepared. It's a 30 years old boat, a beautiful boat with two masts. So we had a few repairs to do. I was up in the mast the first day, the first task that uh, we were doing together. And, you know, like fixing something at the top around eight meters up the mast. And, uh, you know, like I'm not the most safety conscious guy on this planet uh, but I'm really happy that Yuyu is he's extremely safety conscious 
Uh, so he told me we always on this boat we always go with two safety lines when we go up the mast to fix. You know, like to hoist the sail, you need you need like the system to work up in the mast. So I had to go all the way up there in order to fix that system while Yu Yu was sending me gear. And so I'm on top of the mast and I'm like changing some blocks and I need to change one from the other, which one one which is my main and the other one second second one which no sorry i need to change the one which is in my in attached to my backup line and so i'm like okay maybe i'll just detach my safety line for five minutes fix that and then attach myself to my second safety line again so i would be on two so for five minutes i would be with only one my main safety line and so i tell you that like i'm gonna do this what do you think and he goes no man throw an extra safety line around the top of the mast. And I'm like, well, if he says so, he's the captain, I'm going to do that. And I'm eight meters up on top of the, the, the mast, and I'm fixing this, and boom, my, uh, my main safety line snaps during those five minutes. And the safety line that I had was, was obviously quite a bit of slack and I had my safety harness was also just around my waist so I fall like a couple of decimeters down hanging just in my like a line around my ribcage and I'm like <gasps> and just like fuck in hell excuse the language guys but ooh, thank you 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 for telling me to put one extra safety line because I don't know if I would have been here to record this podcast if I wouldn't have done that so first day near-death experience and we got really close you is smoking rolled cigarettes all the time drinking around five to six cups of coffee during the whole day fixing going around fixing the boat he, he, he just like made out of glass fiber a new uh, holder for one of the solar panels so we will be self-sufficient while we sail across the Atlantic. We need electricity so we can have a fridge and store some of the fish that we're going to fish while we're crossing. And, you know, things are getting ready. Um, so, you know, I've been biking around a thousand kilometers now in this very hectic in Shelter Bay. I was staying in this abandoned church uh, where I recorded my last podcast and... Biking, 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 talking to people, talking to people, you know, it's been, it's been quite exhausting, really. So I ask you, look, I really would like to just take some space before we start crossing and uh, um, uh, just be in silence. I've seen on Airbnb that there's a nice little beautiful jungle hut around six kilometers in the jungle from here, which I can rent very cheap and just be there. And I would also like to just be in complete silence and try to fast for five days, which might sound crazy to you if you haven't been practicing fasting before. Um, uh, but that, that was what I wanted for sort of a spiritual practice. And uh, he said, yes. So now I'm currently sitting underneath a beautiful tree. There's around 10 mango trees here on this place and there's big tree in front of me where right now the slots are not there but the slots have been there every single day and I've been doing yoga meditation here being profoundly inspired by the slots that has been chilling and moving with such 
consciousness. Boom, boom, boom in that tree. I've just been lying on the grass here looking straight up at them when they just like move so slowly and it's it's beautiful. And when I was not fasting I was eating about eight mangoes a day and then I tried to fast five days and and be in silence. Just did some reading, some writing and the rest of the time was just walking, meditating, doing yoga, practicing. Um, why did I do that? Because in my f other podcast I've been talking a lot about freedom and freedom from mind and breaking through the mind and, and the ego and such things and, and for me when, when I am still I believe that that's when we can get to what I would call freedom from mind when, when you simply be still and you sort of step outside of your mind instead of being your mind or your ego you take a look at your mind or your ego and you, you see the thoughts just like clouds passing by on the sky or you're looking at a river that is passing by with messages because I think that just like you know wh when when I'm sitting here talking and you sitting on the other side wherever you are listening to this podcast the blood is pumping through your veins right you don't have to think about that it just happens also you breathe you don't have to think about that it just happens it's the same thing with thoughts it just happens it just gets filtrated through your mind and gets out and sort of read what I call freedom from mind is to be able to look at your mind and see that you are not those thoughts those are just blood pumping through your veins or clouds passing by the sky or or whatever metaphor you want to use what you are though is the consciousness behind the thoughts and life tend to get very interesting when you manage to be still for me I, I, I did a lot of meditation on my breath or like because what is important to do if you want to take a look at your mind and your thoughts is to enter the gateway any gateway really enter the door step into the door of now the present moment what is the moment that your whole life will act itself out because you will ever never I will never ever have any other moment than now and in order to step into that space you can either smell you can taste you can feel you can breathe but you sort of have to direct the focus away from your thoughts and into the present and I think that here it's important to just follow whatever catches your attention what works for you and do that some people might listen to music some people might take a walk in nature some people might sing there's so many different ways of doing that this and I'm, I'm sure all of you who are listening to this have experienced some some sort of state with this and what is interesting with me telling you this if you haven't heard of this concept before or are new to it 
maybe you have know a lot about it, is to just be conscious that it exists. There is a consciousness that can watch the thoughts, and there is thoughts, and the thoughts they just come out, you know. And negative thoughts and sadness generally occur in the distance between where you are now and where you want to be. I'm going to say that one more time. Negative thoughts and sadness occurs in the distance between where you are right now and where you want to be. Negative thoughts can be stress. I struggle a lot with stress. Actually, right now as I'm sitting here, I want to go past the place where the, there is internet and then I need to be by the boat because I said to you that I'm going to start working at 12 today. So I have a couple of hours to do that and check out this Airbnb. And I struggle to be present here with you. It's, it's not easy for me. Uh, but I try my best to direct my focus into doing that. And through that we can let this sort of consciousness grow step by step. It's like planting a seed, I believe. And I planted this seed a couple of years ago and, and it's just been growing in me. And sometimes I'm like, ooh, I had a full day, I was full present and I'm like, I feel extremely good. And sometimes I, I don't manage. I, I get caught up in my mind and, and I get very stressed. And then I have to deal with sadness and confusion like I did during these five days. These five days was extremely confusing for me. And I was doing a lot of meditation, but I believe that was sort of like a backslash on things that I have done in the past. Stresses and stuff that was still within me. And, uh, and what I did then was just to be with it, to accept it, to be okay with it. When a, when a negative thought, like you're not good enough or you're not doing this podcast right, there's been some people who's been sending me messages, giving me criticism on what I say and what I share. And, and that can that can get to me sometimes. And then I just see that thought that comes into me because I'm my biggest critic myself. And I think I believe most of us are. I try to just see that thought and I look at it and I say, you know what? It's okay. I accept. When when I say it's okay, I accept it. And I love you. I love wherever this thought comes from. Because with love, we can heal. And with love, we enter the present moment. Because love can only arise from when you enter the door of now. So that was an insight in, in what, what and why I went into five days of fasting and five days of silence. Another interesting aspect is the physical body's reaction to the five days of silence and I do have to admit that I was struggling really 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 hard it was not easy for me uh, I normally I have quite easy time fasting but this time was oof. I, my mind was I mean, the thoughts that came at me they were harsh and they were like how are we going to survive we might die you know like quite harsh and uh, so 
going through that with low, low, low energy. I was lying in my bed a long day, like I had to drag myself out to go for a walk and breathe some fresh air and then back into the bed. But what is interesting is the switch because now I, when I started to eat, it's like, boom, I have too much energy. I don't know what to do with it. I have to dance. I have to move. And yesterday it was raining, pouring down. I just went running, 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 running. And in the rain, and then I just went swimming in the ocean because I had so much energy and I didn't know what to do with it. And I have started eating very little and I have barely been able to sleep at night because I've been pumped with energy. And this yoga practice that I did this morning, two hours of yoga, was just full power. And so I feel that my body has, has, you know, when you let the digestive system rest, then it sort of rests and recovers and comes back stronger, just like any muscle uh, in your body. And so that is how it works for me. But if you want to go for a fast, don't go for like a five days fast straight away. You need to practice like 20, maybe 12 hours first and then 24 hours a couple of times. And then when you've done, then you can do 48. And when you've done 48 a couple of times, then maybe you can do five uh, hours and make sure to drink a lot of water, some salt and, you know, look it up on other sources first before you do it. Um, uh, so that about the silence. Now I'm going to go into the last three or four days of prep before we start sailing. And we're going to sail towards the San Blas Islands first, which is magical paradise, palm tree islands, because to get the right angle from where the wind comes and Yu wants to pass by some of his friends. He's been running charter days for 15 years, so he has a lot of friends. And now he's moving towards Spain, so he's leaving this behind, sort of. San Blas Island, then we have a long stretch of three weeks sailing, just sailing, sailing, sailing for three weeks being on this boat. And by the way, something that is interesting is there's another guy called Gennaro, which is a friend of Juju, who's also been riding charters here from Colombia, who's also going to come with us because he wanted to take a vacation, so he's joining us. And actually, I heard from Juju now that there might be another Swedish guy, which is crazy, called Bjorn who wanted to join us to Bermuda because he wants to go towards Canada. So it might be four of us. We'll see. I'm not sure exactly. Kind of feels like one of my biggest heroes, Tor Heyerdahl, the guy who crossed the Pacific on from Peru to French Polynesia on, uh, on like a float uh, to prove that French Polynesia was inhabited by Peruvians. Uh, there was a Swedish guy that was filming as well. I think his name was Bjorn, and then there was some other guys. <laughs> were the same, like, crew, tour Heyerdahl crew, <laughs> crossing the Atlantic. Uh, I feel very, very excited. So from Bermuda, we're going to the Azores, and from Azores, we're going to Spain. And in Spain, I'm going to try to figure out a way. Actually, I am able to bring my bike, so most likely I will start biking from Spain and head towards Sweden. Um... um interesting journey i i do look forward to everything at the same time my intentions are like i've told you guys before through this podcast self-love doing this and presentness i want to take every step i i love a book called tao Te ching written by lao tzu a legend yeah it's like the the bible of, of the east of, of china uh, of Taoism 
which is uh, religion. It's not really a li religion. It's, it's sort of like a branch on Buddhism. And in there, there's one of the verses where it says, um, it explains how to be present. And you should be as present as if you're crossing a winter stream. Imagine yourself walking into that icy water to your like waist. And you know, if you fall, you're gonna die. And every step you need to take with 100% presentness. And I've been doing some free diving underneath ice. And, and that is sort of similar. You need to be 100% present. And I want to take every step on this journey with that sort of presentness. So yes, I look forward to it, but I am here sitting underneath the mango trees talking to you right now and that is my main priority finally i would like to clarify my biggest intention with speaking to you through this podcast which is to be a mirror. I want to be a mirror for you. What do I mean by a mirror? I want for you to listen to this podcast and just, just hear it. If you enjoy it, I'm very glad. But look at it, into it as a, as a mirror. My journey home is a mirror for your journey home because every... Every person, every soul on this planet is on its journey home. And perhaps next vacay that you make is gonna be with the train instead of the plane. Because in order to face the climate crisis, we need to use more, of, we need to use less fossil fuel, right? Or perhaps you're gonna listen to your heart. Next time it speaks to you, instead of just pushing it aside, thinking that something else is to prioritize. Or try out yoga, or try out some sort of meditation. Don't dive under ice. Well, if you do, call me first, and let's do it together. Have a look at your thoughts. It's interesting. Each of us have our own unique guide and it speaks to us. All we got to do is just listen. Exactly.